you are deserving of happiness. You are deserving of healing. You are deserving of joy. Whatever your dream is, whatever your passion is, work towards it. And put God first. God has to be in your life. wanted to use the skills and the training, hopefully, to advocate on behalf of the community. I'm able to say that on Chop It Up. Be prepared to, to keep it real. Hello and welcome to the Chop It Up podcast, the show that's unfiltered and unapologetic. Each episode will bring you closer to finding your purpose, so be sure to listen all the way through. Now, here's your host, Carmisha Superville. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Chop It Up podcast. Guys, I have another great episode for you. So again, welcome back. It's your girl, the host, uh, Kamisha Superbell of the Chop It Up podcast. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Again, happy holidays. I can't believe I'm saying this. Happy holidays. Guys, we have such a great uh, episode today. Today, uh, we're going to be talking about dating. Yeah. I know I have never, ever talked about dating. <laughs> So folks should be excited. But, you know, the reason why I wanted to talk about dating, you know, so many of us as career women, sometimes dating is, it can be a challenge, right? Especially if you live in New York City for career women and men, right? And so we are in an interesting climate as it pertains to dating. So I am so excited to have this conversation when it comes to dating, especially for the holidays. The holidays, there's such, there's a special time. Um, and some of us, you know, suffer from anxiety, depression, or whatever the case may be, especially during the holidays. So guys, I am so excited to have this conversation and bring in an expert. How about, how about that? We're going to be speaking with an expert for the next 20, 25 minutes about dating and what are some red flags, you know, what we should do as it pertains to that. So I hope you guys are excited and I am so honored and so thankful that this young lady was able to grace us with her presence. Uh, thank you so much again for making the accommodation. Guys, tonight we are speaking with Ala Fine. She's a dating and relationship expert for C-suite executives and entrepreneurs. She's a matchmaker, also a business coach, an event planner, and a fundraising consultant. I am so honored to be speaking with Ala Fine. Ala, how are you? Welcome to Chop It Up. Thanks so much, Kamish. I'm so happy to be here and talking about my favorite topic, love. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We are happy to have you. And of course, we have had great conversations offline. And so I am, I'm just excited. I'm excited to hear what you have to provide and the information you're going to provide for the audience and just, you know, uh, continue the journey. But before we get there, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. I know your resume is very extensive, but kind of what got you to where you are today? Okay, thank you. Well, it's a um, long journey. However, it's always been about love. I started, I'm a hopeless romantic and love, love. I believe we all were born from love. We are love. We give love. We live in love. So it's all about love. And I come from very happy family. 
where love was the number one piece and as a family we always binded together and we always came together and did everything for one another so it's, I'm a giver as a result and a loving personality and always had uh, people come to me throughout my walk of life literally since I was a teenager asking me advice about love, about relationships. And even though, what do I know at that point? But I'm very intuitive and always happy to help. And so that's how it all began. I mean, it all started off as a very simple thing. And it was just a kind of a hobby. And I even did matchmaking as a hobby back when in the day. <laughs> and always for keeps. I uh, just like have a knack for this. And so later in life, I decided to make this a profession. I didn't realize that coaching is a profession. <laughs> I got lucky. So I was able to use all my expertise and my experience that I brought uh, together over the years and uh, put it together as a, as a profession. Uh, but in my past, as you mentioned, I have a lot of hats that I've wore and uh, hospitality was one of them with near and dear to my heart. And I, I, I did that. Uh, but covid took care of that. So hospitality ended for me and I decided to bring uh, coaching uh, to the front burner and where this is now my full-fledged operation that I'm so happy and uniting people in love, giving them the tools, the strategies, how to find love and keep it most of all, importantly. Yes, yes, yes. So we won't get into that because, you know, I got questions. <laughs> so we, we won't get into that. You know, so Ella, tell folks a little bit of your background. I think it's always so good when we hear a little bit of folks' story. It kind of peels off, you know, a few layers. So what is your background? Okay, so I was born in Ukraine. Would you believe that? Nobody ever, ever pegs me for that, ever. Yeah. People think I'm French. Okay, actually, this is funny because French think I'm French. French. Mediterranean, they think I belong there. Uh, Italy thinks I belong there. I'm just one of those chameleons. But never, right. ever would they think that I came from Ukraine. Okay, um, it's interesting. But I uh, happen to uh, know like one word in every language. So it helps. And I know when to okay. plug it in and make it authentic. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I am from Ukraine. I was born um, in Odessa, Ukraine. And I grew up in New York. So I'm Ukraine-born, New York-bred. And uh, this is home. Even though, of course, my roots are in Ukraine and with people of Ukraine, especially now. And it's, it is my heritage, but New York is home, U.S. is home. And so I'm the next mix of both worlds, I'd like to Absolutely. think. Absolutely. And, you know, we are praying. We are standing in solidarity with your people in Ukraine and the Congo, overseas and Gaza and so forth. So certainly we are praying for our brothers and sisters Bond yes. wide. So thank you. Yes. Thank you for that, Ella. Is so Ella, let's yes. absolutely let's get into the conversation at hand. Dating for the holidays. How should one go about finding love during the holidays? And I love the fact, let me just say this. I love the fact that when you reach out to me, you said, Kamisha, we gotta make sure that you're kissing under the mistletoe. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I deserve to be kissing under somebody's. Mitchell, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, so talk about that. Tell me why that is so. Why do you feel like, you know, it, it's so more kind of like, you know, heavy or I don't know. I don't know what to say in terms of because, you know, folks have so many expectations when it comes to the holidays, maybe if they have to go visit their relatives and so forth. But why do you why do you think that dating during the holidays can be a little bit tough and challenging? 
it's challenging. It's tough. It's um, it's fearful. Many fear dating for obvious reason. Rejection. Everybody who been you know hurt in the past don't want to go down that wheel again, because generally people are unable to fix the past, and therefore the future and the present will not work until to heal the background. You know all that noise have to be really dealt with in order to person to come forward and move forward like successful in life like anything you do not only in dating you want to like kind of end close that door before reopen the new one and sometimes it's very difficult to close the door because a lot of pain a lot of investment time energy had gone into a relationship that you held near and dear and that person was all your whole life how are you supposed to close the door like this no it doesn't work like that so of course that also comes with relationship and measure you know meshing everything together and healing from that place and that space. But once the doors close, remember there's a better one going to be opening up. So prepare yourself in your mind to close the door, as difficult as it is, especially if it's a toxic relationship. You want to stay away, away, away from that. I can't stress enough because you meant health is at stake um so you gotta be very mindful of that and i'm not saying leave your relationships of the past but since we're touched upon this i want to like finish this conversation and just remind you that it's very important uh to try everything and if all you know in your heart you tried everything and nothing works and you're just not being valued and you know beyond your boundaries and everything that you put together and still you just disrespected unvalued move on enough better and greener pastures ahead and for the holidays it's another thing like people don't want to leave their relationship oh what i'm going to find another guy another girl what am i going to do the truth is you have to start within your love lives within first once you find that love regroup decide who you are what you are what do you want you have to be very clear crystal clear who you are and what kind of love you'd like to attract because you can attract technically anything you want you just have to put the tools in motion to recognize the, and the science and the strategies how you do this how this is the piece once you develop those muscles essentially inner muscle and do that breath work and groundwork and inner work, then you can really be open, truly open, mind, body, soul, really open. And then the love will come floating, flooding into your life because you're gonna open yourself up. Generally, as people, we set the walls up higher than you know imaginable because we don't want pain, we don't want rejection, we don't want sorrow. Of course, that's just natural. But if we, we open our hearts, and be really truly present and be an amorous and love life and not think about negative think of positive energy motivation inspiration that's what i bring to the table so it's really critical to feel this and once you do you'll be able to engage and walk into any kind of a room and demand presence naturally people will gravitate to you everybody's going to be your best friend i promise you I love that. You spoke about energy and a lot of folks always talk about energy. What is that magnetic energy? What is that energy that attracts people to you? 
what is that energy? What does that embody? How can someone be aware of their energy and what they're exerting? What type of energy that they're exerting? It's positive energy. When you look at life from a cup, not even full, but overflowing of abundance, of you actually value your life for what it is, who you are, where you are, where you got. I mean, you have to really celebrate your achievements in life. So some people say, well, I haven't really done anything with my life. I haven't really, you know, I am here, but I don't know why I'm here. This is pessimistic. This is negativity. If you're going to be exuding negativity, there will be no energy. There will be no positivity coming to your life. So you got to crack that. That is first and foremost, you got to cleanse yourself away from all this negativity that could be drawn to you and you're going to be attracting negative. You are who you attract. This is like, cannot stress more about this. This is very, very important. So if you want to attract positive, you want to attract somebody that you have your, you know, eye for, you know, set up for, then this is, you have to become that person. You have to be inside that person. Like whoever that person is in your mind, that this beautiful, amazing, you want to be next to them. Are you that person? You have to look in the mirror and be really, really clear and genuinely open to yourself and truth to yourself. Ask yourself a question. Am I everything that I want? Is this person that I want, am I like that? Because they probably want somebody just like them. So that's a hard pill to swallow. I know that. And not many are willing to do that. But it's critical in order to succeed in life, in any kind of relationship, especially the romantic ones. Mm, I love that. You know, I got to use me as an example. So people are going to say, I'm going to use myself, guys, that's listening. I'm going to use myself as a sacrificial lamb. Yes, I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, All right, Ella. So check this, right? So basically, your girl, you know, recently, I went for a walk, like you had mentioned. Um, it was heavy. It was a heavy time. And I just wanted to clear my head a little bit. So I went for a walk to the park, and it was super long. And I felt really good. I felt like, oh, my gosh, I felt renewed. So as I'm walking back home, I didn't take, listen to this carefully, I didn't take the regular route that I normally would take. I took a longer route. I was like, you know what, let me just walk a little bit more. And I went a longer route. While I'm walking, I saw a beautiful specimen. <laughs> a beautiful specimen. Uh, and I was just like, kind of like, hmm, I'm a little intrigued. Let me go and inquire. So he he was just coming out of his car. And as I'm walking, I'm proceed, as I proceed to walk towards him, he had on a company shirt. So immediately I recognized the company and I said, Hey, oh, I didn't know you work for X, Y, and Z. Can I get a discount? <laughs> so nice opening. Perfect. Thank you. Yes, nice friendly opening. Perfect. So he stopped and he looked at me and he laughed. He said, sure. I said, you see? Because I'm sitting here. Absolutely. And so um, that opening kind of was welcoming. And so we exchanged numbers. At that time, my phone was dead because, you know, I had used it too much. And so he was like, oh, well, you know what? I'll just text you when you get home. Um, and, you know, we can just, you know, and I was like, all right, cool. And so, Ella, you should, girl, you should see me. I ran home, charged that bad boy. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to miss for this you. Right. Taking the initiative, going after what you want. Absolutely. Thank We're living you. in a different world, ladies, you know? 
and we I, gotta and go know, after what we want thank you thank you exactly so I was like I hope I'm not too much because I know I could be too much so um so yeah so I charged it and immediately when my phone you know was back alive I received a text from him and he was like oh nice to meet you and I was like oh oh nice to meet you as well and um so that passed whatever I didn't want to text after that and so I think the the following day or like the like two days thereafter I text and this is where I want to ask you what did I do wrong okay so I said hey hope you um if you're not too busy there's an amazing exhibit that's happening um in Brooklyn x y and z you know if you'd like to go let me know that's all I said hey there's an exhibit happening in the neighborhood or in Brooklyn whatever if you're interested let me know no response Okay, let me ask you, did he, after you exchanged your phone numbers, uh, this was the first and the only text message. In other words, he did not write to you first. That's right. You took so, the initiative two days later, since you have not heard from him, you initiated. Absolutely. And the fact that I really wanted to go to the exhibit, I was like, oh, shoot, let me invite him. It was literally like that. It wasn't anything planned or any, oh, let me, you know, it was none of that. It was like, I know that this exhibit is about to end. I really want to see it. Hopefully he might be interested. Hey, would you like to go? And he has never responded to this day. So this it's going on maybe like two weeks now. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to have to tell you, forget about him. Of course. And generally, guys who really want to be in touch with you would text you first. The fact that you didn't hear from him for two days, that's a, that's a writing on the wall. Okay, so it's good that you still took initiative and still, you know, put yourself out there because you know what? At the end of the day, it's also practice. Practice feeling confident and we need confidence every time. And it's okay, so especially... When we go in like this, it with no expectation, even though there was a little bit of expectation in your own, just a teeny, teeny bit. But still, at the end of the day, it's still practice confidence. So definitely continue doing this. Don't shy away. Always be authentic self. Always do what you want. But be aware. Generally, if he wanted to continue with any kind of conversation... With you, he would immediately follow it up, even like good morning the next day or sweet dreams that night. Right, right. I love no. that. And you know what's so crazy, Ella? Like I was so in my head because I was talking to my friend about it because I was like, man, what did I do wrong? Man, I was like really saying to myself, I should have never sent that text. I should have just left it alone. And my friend was like, you should have never sent that text. I don't know why you send that text to him. And I started feeling bummed about it. But then mm -hmm. I said, you know what? Let me look at it from a different perspective. I took the initiative. I really didn't have any, you know, wherewithal, like, oh my gosh, I'm dying for him to answer. Like, if he said yes, great. Had he said no, it, it would have been fine as well. So I want to ask you about that because, and I'm so happy we're having this conversation in real time. What would you say for women who have been broken down so many times, who don't have the confidence that I do or, or maybe you have, and um, who don't want to take the initiative, who don't know how to take, how the, initiative. To take the initiative. Yes. Um, look, confidence. Yeah. Confidence is the number one piece in any relationship, professional or personal, romantic. It's number one, it's critical. 
we need to really overcome our confidence hurdles because to any guy or girl, they want to see confident party. They are attracted to confidence. You could be just sitting and like at the bar or restaurant and just sipping wine and you're going to feel that aura. You feel that energy, the magnetism. You're going to feel the confidence. It could be like a, like a smile. Smile of confidence is epic. I can't even tell you epic. So it's very important to have the confidence built up. Now, many, like you said, don't even know where to begin. How do I get rid of, how do I put myself out there? What do I do? I mean, I work with a lot of introverts, especially. They lack confidence because the introverts, they like, you know, set up in their little space. Like, because you and I both extroverts. So it's, but guess what? I used to be an introvert. <laughs> People can't even imagine. Uh, I can't imagine either, but it's true. I mean, I came from a very kind of a sheltered, maybe background, even the loving, but sheltered. And I kind of lived in a, like a bubble and, you know, like really wasn't for me to public speaking, it was death. <laughs> death. <laughs> so, and I worked in the little, you know, a lot of uh, corporate positions where I had the organization position. I had to make a presentation for a hundred people. I was mortified. I had to take like a shot of wine or vodka to get out there in the wow. space I was freaking out like how am I supposed to make a presentation with all these people there I stage fright mega because no confidence and not because I didn't have my skill I have my skill but I didn't have the confidence so public speaking promotes confidence try to engage a lot of public speaking circles if you want to build up your confidence that's just like a side note uh, but side but confidence is critical in order to excel in relationships romantic relationship everybody is really really want confidence like like i mentioned the introverts that i work with like right now i have them if you can imagine transformative um you know guys who are sitting behind the computers working day and night technology especially and they're not really exposed to anybody or anything and confidence is not their best friend clearly um now i have them uh, do presentations the public speaking gigs that they're doing and they can't even believe themselves that they're even doing this and they're okay because we transition authentically comfortably right. you know this is very important so you can't push it you can't rush it. it has to be on your level but it has to be so engage in anything like you did commission i mean the fact that you to you know took the initiative and went out and after him like so to speak and uh, you know you wanted to go with him and, you know, even though he was not committed or interested, irrelevant, you put your foot forward. So it's okay. Yes, it's not exactly what you wanted as a result, but you still did it. And so don't, don't knock yourself, girl, over that because you did right. Because it's, even though it's like, okay, you didn't get the, the result, but be happy and celebrate yourself from taking the initiative and making this happen. And the another piece of it is that when you enter circles uh, and meeting people, it's best to do this with no expectations yeah. because yeah. then you could be yourself. You don't have to put on any masks because you know what? Masks do not work. Yeah. They only work for the duration when you're trying to attract maybe somebody, but then the mask has to come up down. What are you going to do? You're going to be uh, entering some kind of a, bogus relationship no you're going to be want to be with a person who are as interested as you are and you are as building a couple together yeah 
So, yeah. So I want to ask you, thank you. Thank you so much for that. You're absolutely right. So I want to ask you, because you said, you said earlier that uh, taking the initiative and you said something about even in that interaction that if a man is interested, they will first take that initiative. Let's talk a little bit about that because things have changed. Society is also changing and the dating rules are changing. Now, with that said, do you believe that men should still always take that initiative? Or as a woman, you see something, you're interested, you go after it. Or, or does that, that also pushes off a man as well? What is your take on that? When, when there are times that you do and you pull back and you let a man be a man? Okay, good question. Yeah. It depends. If you have to be at that point, you have to listen to your intuition because every person is different. So let's say you're in the space in the restaurant or a party with some, you you are, you know, found some guy, your eyes connected across the crowded room, as they say, right? And you gravitated to one another and then he's quiet and you're quiet. Well, you're not going to get anywhere. Is the, you'll be looking at each other. It'll be very awkward. Somebody has to break the ice. Now, he could, if his magnetic personality, he will initiate it. No doubt, he will initiate the conversation, and you'll, you know, it'll be amazing. But if he is a quiet type or the shy type, it could be that he will not. He will maybe smile, but that smile—that's your cue to engage. That's your cue. If he does not smile, hold off, because hold maybe off. he's. Yes, because maybe he's not interested. Hmm. Because you have to read, it's body language. It's, you know, dating is also body language. You have to be in, innate, kind of try to understand them. I mean, not everybody intuitive enough to read the signs. Like I, I read the signs like instantly. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know, <laughs> part of who I am. But yeah. it's not always that you're able to read the signs. So each individual situation is so different. I can say it's not a cookie cutter, but it is that moment. So it's really when you see the, each other, how the, you know, if you feel the vibe, what has been done, how is he moving? What is he saying with his eyes? Gotta read that. His smile. Gotta read all of those pieces. This is very important. And then you know, if you want to engage, if he's interested immediately, because if he turns his head around, he's not interested. Don't even pursue it and knock yourself down because then you're going to feel bad at the end of the day. If you want to practice your confidence, that's a different story. And you go like a job right, interview. Right. Next, yeah. next, like next, that. you know, with that attitude, then yeah. it's okay. You know, and let me ask you this, since we're talking, right? Since, you know, we're homegirls. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of companies that do date in different ways. I know that there's a company here in New York that they do like a dating mixer where they invite women and the males to come out and date. And like, you have like five seconds or less than five minutes to introduce yourself. It's like speed yeah, dating. Speed dating. It's yeah, like speed, speed dating. Right. Yeah. Um, what is your take on that? Now, before you answer that, I tried it because I, one thing about me, Ella, Ella, I always have to remember the pronunciation listen one thing about me i like to try new things yes. i may not be in the pursuit immediately of a new relationship whatever the case may be if it happens great i'm not hung up on 
the opposite sex, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. Um, no. But I do like to try different things. And I genuinely like to meet new people. And so I went to one of the events, one of the speed dating companies. I went to the, the event and it was cool, but I don't know if it was practical. So what is your take on that for, for, for you as a matchmaker? Do you believe that those type of setups, those type of curated experiences, do you believe that they're successful or what is your take on that? Uh, generally, it's could be successful if there's a proper ratio in the room of both mm. you know who are they you know who are they uh trying to uh you know like uh appear to who are their audience so a lot of times i find them to be a uh, wrong ratio it's like way too many women against like 10 guys 30 women so that's not fair obviously to the women because guys then have better you know more picks and they could be much more, um, I don't want to say, uh, you know, selective, yeah. more selective than normally would be. So I also believe in um, genuine connection. And I feel that goes lo longer and deeper if it's just on a friendship building or just collegial. So you get to know each other as personality outside the physical and then build that spark. I mean, obviously we need some kind of a connection. Don't get me wrong. Yes, you need some kind of a spark, some kind of a something, you know, some kind of yummy connection, you know, something that you can build from. But it doesn't have to be model-esque. It doesn't have to be something that's not normal. You know, it, we live unfortunately still in the world of, uh, you know, certain stereotypes. I mean, we can, you know, leave that, but we have to be mindful of it. So I feel that, if we come from a place of love and we open our heart to people, not as potential boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, companion, et cetera, but as people, then we immediately at ease, we approach everything at ease. There's no fear. This confidence is normal, natural. And it's, you know, you're not there for like speed, five seconds, get through the, you know, write it down if you like somebody and then you give it to the host and they can see if they can facilitate these introductions further. Generally, not all, all of them authentic because they feel like, oh, well, I have to put down something because even though I didn't like anybody, but then you'll never hear from them. So again, what's the point? And even after the introduction, even if something may come up with, then... You go on a date and maybe it'll come off nicely and maybe you'll have a good time. Whether you have a second date, that's irrelevant. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's not likely. Usually it doesn't work for some reason. I mean, I've seen many, many pieces like this and uh, these few datings and I, I've not heard. And also I have clients who have gone to them and also not very um, enthusiastic about the process. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so let's switch gears a little bit. Thank you, thank you for your honest input on that. So, you know, a lot of folks now, you know, your your resume, you basically help career-driven women, C-suite women. Tell us a little bit about that. What are some of the C-suite or executive um, experiences that you have, you know, seen or, or um, experienced and how are their needs different from just a regular woman? Like, in terms of a regu regular nine to five per se, how is that difference, 
have you experienced and can you elaborate a little bit about that sure. in terms of, of finding love and how does yes. you know they define love it's different um different levels okay so the executive entrepreneurs they're basically live a different lifestyle so that is number one will not blend with just regular career folks. Not to say something wrong with you know regular career folks, not at all. It's just a different thread almost. It's not gonna work long-term. Maybe it'll be fun. No doubt it'll be fun. But people who are in that bracket looking for different things. They have to be aligned because they're different lifestyle. They uh they global travelers, they uh they live on boats on uh, half the time or whatever. They have multiple uh, real estate all over the globe. So they looking for different kind of alignment and they're also very busy. They want their counterpart to be also busy, busy entrepreneur. That's why it doesn't blend, as you could see. Because at the end of the day, they still want someone who will be just as ambitious as they are. Ambition attracts confidence attracts love attracts and they want genuine they they don't want anybody to go after their money they don't want not, not looking for sugar babies and sugar daddies and uh, sugar mommies i mean <laughs> even though we do live in that world but they want genuine and that's what they struggle to find genuine because everybody who they speak with uh, now those of that are flamboyant and open with their lifestyle of course, they're going to have 19-year-olds like all over them, but there won't be anything here mentally that they will be able to come together as a couple. I mean, long-term, because you don't have the same mindset. I mean, these people live the life they've experienced. They have so much wisdom from life itself, not only business, but they want somebody, you know, somebody who's like speaks their, you know, language. Walks the walk, talks the talk, and able to present themselves. And not to say the younger generation versus older generation. No, it means it's it could still happen, but it has to be, it's just very, uh, has to be very, uh, you know, aligned. Aligned is the key. Lifestyle is very, very critical. That's why they're only looking for their kind, per, you know, in that lifestyle. Because it's somebody who's also intuitive to what their needs are, they're busy, you know, busy doing their thing, they're businessmen, businesswomen, and they just need to travel and need somebody understanding, not somebody who's needy, okay, needy does not attract, no way, this is like the first thing about, unfortunately, with ladies, I mean, my female clients, and this is like one thing we always like to say, we do not need men. We want men on our terms. Yes. And to change that mindset, to deliver that, you could talk it, but you have to act it. And when you act it and they see it, they want it. When you come from that, you get what you want. No doubt. So the mindset has to shift from need to want. I want someone to compliment my lifestyle. I want someone to be in alignment with my lifestyle or my habits. Let's talk a little bit about that because I was recently, funny enough, I was having a conversation with a friend, very career-driven um, executive, and she said something to me. She said to me, a lot of times, men on my level, they don't have time to date. They don't have time for marriage. They are so, they're, she actually had a friend said to her 
a male counterpart said that he is more aroused by his pursuit of his career. So he is more aroused of that chase, of that, you know, establishing himself in whatever industry he chooses. That provides a more instant gratification than being in a relationship. So my question to you, Allah, is one, is that true that men that are ambitious, like your counterpart or like, you know, folks that are C-suite executives and be and beyond, is that true that they are more in tune with the pursuit of their profession? Or do you find that that can also be used as a tool of keeping you at bay? Like, I'm not really interested in her, so I'm just going to let her know that I'm focusing on my career. What do Correct. you say? I agree. I agree. It's really because they were not interested. People who are not interested, and also, I have to stress this, a lot of men, it doesn't matter what age, they are just have not transitioned emotionally and still live with that fear because of their broken background, broken relationship. They never healed and they never dealt with that. And because of that, the rejection and the pain that's still living within, they just don't know don't, and they will not admit to it. Even to me, that's why I don't work with those, that they are... In genuinely, you know, really want love. They just shut, you know, just say, no, I don't want love. I'm building my empire. I don't need anything now. I don't need a woman. I'm happy the way it is. If I want this, I can get that. That's much of crap. Listen to me. This is bullshit. Excuse me. Am I allowed to say that? Of course. <laughs> okay. Of course. It's yeah. just that, you know, it just frustrates me that they hide behind this because you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, you only have one life to live. This is your life. You choose how you, you want to be living in togetherness now. Start now. You want to give yourself this nonsense story that you're going to be when you're ready, when you finish building your empire. That could be hmm, who knows when. And then you're going to be starting, starting from scratch, finding that relationship, starting with dating. And it's going to be just as painful because none of this from the past will be healed yet. And you still don't know how to have those tools and gravitate towards your future, your designer love that you really want and desire and should have. Happiness is a choice. It's your choice. So you could spend more time together in togetherness and happiness as opposed to being alone and thinking, oh, well, it's okay. My my person will come in whenever God wants to send it to me. Well, God helps those who help themselves. You have to take action in life, like anything in life. You want to be career woman, career man. You want to be entrepreneur. You want to be multipreneur. Do it. What's holding you back? Only fear. You holding yourself back. There's no reason. Today's world, everything's available to you. We give you tools as coaches. You can work with any coach you want. This is just an opportunity for you to excel, for you to propel, for you to move forward in life on the level you want. We're giving you basically the white glove service we, you know, we give all our clients. But I'm just, it pains me that people don't choose themselves because they work so hard every day, even those nine to fivers. Yes. They, they work so hard for what? Pay to check, pay to maybe, I mean, paycheck to check, paycheck, or possibly they work so much and they put so much of themselves and maybe the middle management doesn't matter. The point is, if there's a company, shuffle 
they're out. Nobody even give them time a day. And this would pains me because I've been there. I've been to that workforce, you know, and it's nothing like being, you know, even doing like a little side hustle, do something for yourself, build a little passive income on the side, do little, little things. So while that picks up, then you cannot, you don't have to like really relate to your business, I mean, to your work, the nine to five thing, and you can build something for yourself. And that also bring, opens a lot of doors. As an entrepreneur, you have an entrepreneurial spirit and you grow as an individual and your yes. your social circles reopen on the great, greater scale. You want to be surrounded with winners at the end of the day. You don't want to be surrounded with single people who know as much as you do. You want to be surrounded with people who know, been there, done the thing, done the walk and able to back it up. Because single people, unfortunately, again, been there, done that, you know, they're going to be giving you the same advice that they know. What do they know? They know the same thing you know. Right. You want to go to somewhere that, uh, who gives you the same kind of, uh, you know, ideas that can be able to lighten you up and bring you to higher heights. So you can actually excel and really uh, become more rounded and grounded individual where you can make choices in life. And you definitely need to kind of uh, separate yourself from people who are toxic the jealousy, all the stuff, got to get rid of that because that's negativity that brings into your world that will uh, disallow you to engage and find real friends who are really going to be supporters, your club of girls who really have your back. You want those people in your life. You don't want those uh, jealousy and looking, oh, well, she has this, he has that. No, 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 no. Kindergarten yeah, yeah. days are over. We're done. Done. Right. Absolutely. So what I'm hearing is that's an excuse. What I'm hearing in, in terms of surrounding yourself with winners, once you surround yourself with winners, you're able to think differently, shift your mindset. I love that. I love that. For sure. Yeah. For sure. All right. So as we wrap up, because this is such a beautiful conversation, man, I got to bring you back. I really got to bring you back. Let's talk a little bit about the do's and don'ts when it comes to dating, as especially as we transition into a new year. What should we be doing actively as women or professionals, either male or females? What should we be doing actively to embrace love? And what should we don't? What should we stop doing immediately? And what okay. are some sites? What are some really good sites, dating sites? Or do you even suggest dating sites? Yes. Okay. So first of all, the first thing you need to do is leave your apartment. Number one, you will not going to find anybody in your apartment sitting between four walls. Now, even if you're sitting on your computer doing some networking events, those I suggest you do more of, but sporadically. I still want you to get out of the, into the nature, walk, reflect, think where you've been, where you are, where you'd like to go. So coming to terms as yourself, as your, you know, to be clear of your authentic self and what you want in life is your purpose is the most important piece professionally, personally, as a relationship with your family, friends, professional, with colleagues, and of course, with your romance, romantic relationships. You, this is number one. You have to be true and dig inside, find out, talk to yourself, be authentic and be honest. Sometimes we don't want to hear even ourselves. Truth hurts. I get it. But you need to also celebrate yourself. Celebrate your accomplishments. 
I'm sure that you haven't been who you are today, like five years ago, right? So you have to celebrate that and be grateful for that. So now that's that goes without saying. This is your, my first um, most important piece that I want to recommend that you do immediately do a little soul searching and get out of the house. You're not going to find your love inside. Now, swiping and dating sites as general, some work, some don't work. It's really individual, so I can't really recommend because it depends on what you're looking for, what kind of a connection you're looking for. So it depends. Um, there are so many of there. Honestly, it's crazy, just like really crazy. Not they really don't work so much because you don't know who you're speaking with at the end of the day. Uh, you know the photos. You know it's so funny. A lot of guys say, um, "Well, you the girls don't really even look like their themselves." Meanwhile. Neither do guys reality right. check. They look nothing like themselves. So it really goes both ways these days. Um, everybody wants to put their, you know, appearance first. But at the end of the day, it's really what's in the heart. That's what you should go after. What you want is who you want to attract is the person you want to attract, not the physical, because this is changing, ever changing. You want a soulmate. You want your best friend. You want to love person that is going to ignite you. They, you want someone that you can cuddle with on a snowy night and you want to go paint the town red on an exciting night that you just feel in, you know, inspired. And you want part, you know, partner in crime you could do fun things with. But this is a personality, not like somebody, oh, my car, my whatever. Who cares? Materialist you know you don't want to go after material things is what i'm saying rather invest in yourself have fewer material things because they come and go also you want to propel your life to be where you want to be today not tomorrow next day whatever you want to start today if you want to do mission to for yourself service to yourself you start today doing little little baby steps of something something for yourself celebrating yes. yourself loving yourself Loving yourself enough to invest in yourself, get the help you need in order to get yourself quicker to where you want to go. Like anything in life, we take courses, we go to school, we pay thousands of dollars for tuition, right? Yes, so this yes. is the same thing. This is business better because there you're sitting in the classroom. Here you're sitting one-on-one -on -one with a person who will give you tailored recipe of how to att attract what you want in life. Your life, you just have a recipe. Recipe from someone who knows who's been there and done that. So do that and help yourself get there faster, quicker, so you can have more like life and love together in togetherness with the person you love will, I mean, will love in, in time and build a relationship. Because building the relationship is a whole separate animal. And that's definitely for another show. Because yes, yes. finding love is one thing. But again, finding love, but how do you keep it? Yes. You have that enchantment. You have that butterflies, you know, in the beginning and all of that is lovely. But how you make that relationship last? How you mm. bring that spark continuously into the life so it continues being that honeymoon? Honeymoon, you know, could be, everybody say, oh, honeymoon, I've been to my honeymoon number one. What about, what about honeymoon number 22 or 32? You got to bring it in. And it takes two to tango, baby. That's how it yes. goes. I love that. Wow. 
amazing. Ala Fine, dating and relationship expert for C-suite and executive business coach, matchmaker, event planner, and fundraising consultant. This conversation has been so profound. I want to thank you for just sharing your insight. How can folks find you? Like, how can we find you? You know, let the folks know. Okay, sure. Thank you. I'm happy to help and, uh, you know, reach out. I have my website available, which uh, Kamisha has. It's uh, alafinecoaching.com. But uh, also for those who are interested, since I am a matchmaker, if you want to join my complimentary database, you are able to find it on my website. And those who will join for holiday season will get mini uh, love coaching session with me. Yes. So that's my little gift to you. Thank you. Thank you. So you guys hear that. Make sure you guys subscribe, like and share this episode. We are going to provide the information for Allah, how you can find or follow her and definitely be a part, take part in that special gift offer she has. Thank you so much, my friend. It's been an honor. Thank you. We got to have you back on for the new year. <laughs> All right. Happy yes, holidays. I, thank you. Happy holidays. And I want to see at least some of the people calling in to say that they found love. That would be a great gift. Yes. Exactly, exactly. All right, you guys, thank you so much for watching and listening to the Chop It Up podcast. We will see you in the new year. This is going to be our final episode before we, of course, as we close off 2023. So again, guys, you will hear from us in the new years. We do hope that you do find love, whatever and however that love is defined. Uh, please be safe for this holiday season and we will see you guys next year. Bye, you guys. Happy holidays.